0: Hi, I'm Heather Chesina. This show is about the relentless pursuit of God-given purpose for you and for me. This is That Christian Blogger, and this is my story. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, (laughs) depending on your time zone. Thank you so much for clicking this podcast episode. You are welcome, you are welcome here. Today, I want to talk about value and integrity in your purpose journey. I hope that this particular podcast episode will be insightful because this is something that I have been passionate about over the past three years. Before I do that, I want to tell you about my morning. Today is a fairly warm morning here in the DC area. It's January and we are at mid 40s, which is pretty good for a January. So 43 degrees Fahrenheit. Yesterday, it was super cold. It felt as if we were in the teens. It was raining and there was slit. The rain was freezing. So today, I'm pretty, pretty happy that we have kind of warm weather for January in this particular area. Now, because of the warm weather, I wanted to treat myself and I went to Starbucks. I hardly go to Starbucks. Today, I decided I will go to Starbucks. I went there and I asked for a cafe latte with whipped cream and vanilla syrup. (laughs) And I wanted it hot, of course. The barista messed up my order. (laughs) I didn't tell her, she noticed. She made me an iced drink. And as she was getting ready to hand it over to me, she said, oh man, I messed up your order. And she made a hot drink And as she was handing me over the hot drink, she asked, do you want this other ice drink for free? I said yes. So I have two coffees. (laughs) By the time I'm done with the second one, I know I'll be bouncing off the walls. So I've decided to record the podcast before (laughs) before the drama. Now off to what I want to talk about. This particular podcast episode actually started as a blog post, which I will not post. I'm sorry, I do not have the guts to post it. I am currently just searching and seeking to see if this is something that I will post. In essence, this particular podcast will be me dipping my toe in the water To see if this is a conversation that people are ready for. The blog post is so beautiful and in-depth, supercharged. I do not think people are ready for it at this particular moment and I'm not the kind of person who posts things for it to go viral. I try to have integrity. I'm not bulletproof. I do have Moments where the Holy Spirit checks me and says Did did I say that you do that? And of course I repent (laughs) The particular blog post that will not go up is titled I may change the title in the future if I ever post it But it says integrity in Christian life coaching and courses Really really beautiful I will begin by talking about a negative Christian life coaching experience that I had. This was a few years ago. I'll kind of dance around some of the details because I am sensitive to the person who gave me that negative experience and I'm not the kind of person who will name and shame people. That's not how I roll. This was a couple of years ago. I was transitioning from a lovely salaried job and I wanted to explore what it would look like being a freelancer or a business owner and I was battling negative thoughts. At that time I was wrapping up with my first book and this particular Life Coach has uh, amassed a big following and they, in hindsight, now I see as if they oversold their particular service based off of their numbers, but their numbers did not reflect the service that they were offering, right? I remember filling out the form online paying the whole entire amount because I was enthusiastic about it. And as I said, they did oversell what they were to offer me. Immediately, I got a confirmation saying that, hey, congratulations, this is the particular date we've reserved for you, don't worry, we'll see you at this particular date. I was expecting to have kind of like call or a discovery call just to see if it was a good fit. However, I thought that maybe this is the kind of person who just knows what they're doing. They're quick on their feet and they do not need that particular session. And I waited and that particular day that I had reserved, they were 20 minutes late. Keep in mind, I'm paying for a full hour. They're 20 minutes late. They did apologize, came on. I realized that they didn't even know my name. They did not have any documents to confirm what I had previously filled out. So they were coming in underprepared and it seemed as if they were driving. At this point, I had all the alarm bells just ringing and all the red flags. However, this was a D-Day. I had prepared on my end because I believe that life coaching is a two-way street. I come prepared and you come prepared as well. I went ahead to ask the series of questions that I had because it seemed like this individual was just preoccupied with driving. I felt kind of embarrassed, but I, I did ask a couple of things and they gave me the most generic answers. So let me give you a hypothetical example. This is not the example. Of what this person does but just hypothetical. Let's say someone is a YouTube life coach, if there's anyone like that anyway. Assume that somebody's a YouTube life coach and you are going to them to get tips and tricks on how to grow an authentic following, right? You ask them these questions and they just regurgitate this information and they just tell you, post and be positive. Oh, just be, just post, be positive. And they just Answer your questions based off of that. There is no strategy. I'm, I'm, I consider myself a bit analytical so if you are going to give me information I expect and I'm not saying that I'm hard to please. No I'm just saying that I wanted something concrete. Something concrete. Anyway This person gave me generic information. So imagine you have paid a hefty amount, cash, up front for this particular service and all they tell you about YouTube tips and strategies, post. Don't worry about editing it. Just post whenever and just post. Quantity over quality. So that's just an example. And as I said, it's not exactly what I was Discussing with this particular person, but I just wanted to give you a hypothetical idea, right? After that, it just really stung the thought that I gave this person all this money I did not have the guts to ask for a refund or complain. I just basically buried my head in the sand. I had spoken to a couple of friends and family members previously because I was super excited about this particular session and they asked me how was it. I was embarrassed to say that I had an awful experience. I I don't want to say I was scammed because I do not think this person had that intention of scamming. I think they believed that they were giving value and they were not. They were not. I would just say that they provided sub par coaching and they were not thorough yes and they probably oversold themselves just based off of the numbers in this day and age people can amass a following from luck and if you actually go to the nitty-gritty they don't know what they're doing other people can amass a following from actually buying bots some people even have maybe 2 million followers, a 100,000 followers, however, they haven't done the work. So if you look under the hood, you're like, ooh, man, this person doesn't know what they're doing. They're just putting up a front. And that's not to say everyone is like that, I'm just saying some people. And this particular experience that I had was just that one bad apple that was really ruining the whole bunch. And I thought that this is how life coaches are. They're not really good. A few months later, my cousin tells me about this particular life coach, very small following. And she tells me, hey, I think you need to talk to her. I said, no, (laughs) no, 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 no. I do not want to talk to any life coach. I've been burned. And I, I kind of have a bias towards them, no she convinced me and i eventually (laughs) decided to just try it because i heard that she does a discovery call discovery session blown away i was totally blown away i said where do i sign up paid the money from start to finish the client journey that she took me through was beautiful i went on to hire her three other different times lovely i paid upfront definitely worth the money that i threw away <laughs> and right now i think she changed her model i don't think she's actually doing exactly what she was doing previously she's changed her business model so i don't think she's accepting clients anymore she is an infj as well so she had now the reverse problem where the clients were burning her <laughs> However, because I got in at a good time and she has a rapport with me, we still have kind of like a working relationship together, right? And I told her that in the future, if I get all the money in the future, I would hire her as a consultant on a retainer. That's how much I love her. So that just shows you that there are good people out there. There are people who are doing the Lord's work. Whether they're Christian or not, there are people who are out there and they are absolutely rocking this particular coaching business. With my negative experience and my super, super positive experience, I started thinking about value and integrity value and integrity in life coaching and I remember there was a time that I was just in my feelings and I told God man I do not ever want to be in a situation where I'm selling something or I'm providing something and it does not have the spirit in it. I do not want to sell something that's subpar I know partly it's imposter syndrome, rather, speaking. However, I felt it in the depths of my soul. Lord, I do not want to provide something like this first experience that I had that was awful, and I'm charging people for something that is not good. I do not want to be that kind of person. With that, I just, this is a journey that I'm still working on and walking on with God because in the future I'm sure that something will arise where maybe God wants me to start a project or something and maybe I have to put a dollar amount on there and I I just don't want to provide that same experience, awful experience that that other person provided to me. Now let me go ahead and say this, I'm not saying that we need to devalue ourselves, no. No, 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 I want to be clear that I'm not advocating for undervaluing oneself as a life coach, a business owner or whatever God has you do. I am not advocating for you to charge less than what you're worth. I believe in the power of compensating people for their hard work or compensating yourself for the hard work. Okay, so let's get that clear. Another thing that I wanted to say is that I have a background in clinical behavioral health and patient advocacy. I know when there is something amiss as far as service delivery. And I saw all the red flags with the first person, but I chose to ignore it because I was kind of blinded by this person's influence. What I would tell you what I would advise you okay maybe not advice (laughs) but the information that I would say is it's so important to look at someone's credentials experience so that you can evaluate if the amount that they are charging is actually Decent because, in this particular framework of coaching and products and all this business stuff, what happens is sometimes people will really appeal to your emotional side. It's kind of like an emotional fallacy where they're saying that you have to do this now, and this is actually going to expire. This deal is going to expire uh, today at midnight. You have to invest in yourself. It's kind of like predatory, right? because they are giving you so much pressure that you need to invest in yourself and if you don't invest in yourself, you won't be successful in life. And it's all this pressure. If you are a Christian, you are supposed to be kingdom focused. You are not supposed to go in any venture looking for profit first. That's when you give in to your flesh. You have to be kingdom focused first. Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah, right? <laughs> yes. So if you go in as a Christian, you are supposed to be representing God. And the first thing that you do is you slap on maybe four or five figures to a course that is not representative of what you're offering or what you're charging, Right? Then you're giving all this pressure to people who are probably struggling financially. Maybe they're a stay-at-home mom. They have $500 in their account. And you're telling them, charge it on the credit card. It's fine. Have faith. That is so wrong on all levels. And I've seen a couple of people do that and say that. And that is so wrong. In Swahili, we have this particular saying that says, Kizuri chaditembeza na kibaya chadiuza. Wait, Lord Jesus, have I forgotten Swahili? <laughs> it says, kibaya chaji tembeza na kizuri chaji So essentially what that means is the good things will sell itself automatically, but the bad things will have to hawk itself and advertise and shout out to say that, hey, buy me, buy me. So I feel as if if you are truly offering something good and it's Holy Spirit approved, yes you'll still have to do a bit of work but I believe provided it's backed by the Holy Spirit guys mm -mm, people will come to you. You don't have to scam and lie and scheme for people to sign up. That's awful. There was this particular person and I won't even specify, I went to their website because they said they were offering something, and I was just curious to see what they were offering. And for the amount they were charging, with my background, I know <laughs> I know a lot about clinical behavioral health. I do not talk about that particular aspect because it's something that's very sensitive, so I try just to put it on the back burner. It does inform a couple of things that I present, but Uh, That is not the front. If you go to my website made of steel I do not say that I have an MSW or anything like that. I just say that I'm a blogger because that is what I do. I'm a blogger, a Christian blogger and a faith author. So anyway, I go to this particular person and they're charging a lot of money and I looked at their curriculum and it was super generic. Why I do not even know. And they're charging a lot of money. <sighs> I'm hoping that they are doing so from a place of honesty. Maybe they do not know what they're offering is not quite it does not quite match the amount that they are charging. I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of like really shocked at what's happening now. I feel as if people now find that it's easy just to create a course and to collect lump sum amount of money. This is what is scaring me because I see how this is so rampant. I'm so I'm kind of scared in the future if God was to ask me to do something. I, I'm teeter-tottering between imposter syndrome or value. Anyway, this is something that I'm actively praying on and seeking God in because I honestly, this thing just scares me with the amount of stuff that's going on. Now, one thing that I want to say is that as a Christian, you have to be forthright. You have to be forthright and tell people, hey, when you were created in your mother's womb, God gave you a plan and a purpose, a destiny, an appointment and if this is not in line with what God has put in your heart and spirit, please don't take my course. Please search and don't take this course because it's something fun and whatever. Please search in your heart to see if this is something that God has placed in your heart And this also goes to like those YouTube preachers who say the word for the year that the Lord told me is XYZ, is the year of Samuel. (laughs) Just guessing, the year of Samuel. That doesn't mean the rest of your 500,000 followers will have the same year. I am so cautious about saying this is what the Lord says. Maybe that's what the Lord said to me but it's surely not for you. I am so cautious about, maybe I'm hyper-cautious and maybe that's where God will have to say, girl, relax. I'm so hyper-focused and I don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. I don't want to go here with false claims, telling people that this is the year of Samuel and you have to do this. Usually if I have any particular word, I usually say, this is what God reveals to me. I don't know if it's something for you, but if God is saying the same thing, I please hear this. I am uber cautious about these things. The last thing that I wanted to talk about is Holy Spirit guidance. The Holy Spirit should be in everything that you do, every single thing that you do. He should be there. And you should ask yourself: Am I creating this course out of flesh and profit-seeking? Because we know that the love for money is a root of all evil so if we are being driven by flesh and the love of money that's a red flag so we have to be re- we have to remain in the spirit so we do not gratify the desires of the flesh that is essentially what is on my mind as far as value and integrity in this particular space it's something that is so dear to me super super dear to me and I just wanted to share that in this particular purpose meeting because this is something that I just wanted to release so I feel so good that I have recorded this and in the future I hope to look back and just see where my frame of mind was and that is it folks my blog post is super super detailed you might never see it If God releases me, maybe you will see it in the future for now. I will not post it. Aside from that, guys, thank you so much for clicking this particular podcast episode. I love you, I love you, I love you. And you know that Jesus loves you too. And guess what? I will catch you on the next one. Bye.